You're listening to Mind Your Own Business. Hi, I'm Scott Sullivan, your host. Mind Your Own Business is a weekly show that we do talking to some of the greatest CEOs and entrepreneurs, helping you to be better at being a business professional by learning from all of the experience that these entrepreneurs and CEOs bring from all around the world. Exclusively here on Inspired News Radio. And now it's time for Mind Your Own Business. Well, it's one of those days again. Hi, this is Scott Sullivan, and welcome to Mind Your Own Business. Wow, I am so excited today. I know you hear me say that a lot, but I am truly today again we're taking Mind Your Own Business internationally. Uh, as you know, just a few weeks ago, we interviewed a CEO from India, and it was fantastic. I love the fact that we have an international aspect. But today, we're not going to have we're not going to have that uh, that language barrier simply because this gentleman speaks the Queen's English. He's going to look at me and go, "What the heck did you say?" Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my to, to mind your own business today, and my guest and a fantastic individual that does a great job in his coaching, Mr. John Kenny. So, welcome, John, to mind your own business. How are you today, my friend? Hi, Scott. Um, I'm very well, thank you, and hello to everybody listening. It's uh, great to be here. Well, thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. I was so excited when you and I connected. Uh, as you know, I have a great affinity to uh, everything over there in the UK. Uh, being a name like Sullivan, you can imagine uh, most of my heritage came from from one of those little islands called Ireland over there. Uh, mm -hmm. part of the UK. And I love, I just recently, as you and I talked about, just recently came back from a, a nice trip over to the UK. And I love, I love your country. I love what you guys do. Uh, I love everything about it. Even the Royals. I mean, even us as Americans, now that we're, we're sort of connected to you because of, uh, the the royals marrying into america so here we are all connected again on the on yeah. the same page again <laughs> yeah well, thank you very much it's a beautiful country to to live in uh, apart from the weather most of the time but uh, that rectified itself last year with the heat wave that we had so it was actually even even better place to be well, that's great, and we're so glad that you're here today. We're anxious to get started, so we're going to dive right in. We're going to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, the John Kenny coaching story. Uh, mm -hmm. First of all, uh, just give us a little bit of a definition. I love when I was reading through your profile, and one of the things that that jumped out at me is that you have a lot of education in this, but one of the the words or the phrase that jumped out at me was interpersonal relationship coaching now i i know i'm not the brightest bulb in the in the uh, cupboard most of the time but i will tell you is i didn't understand that so why don't you give us about just a few minutes and explain what interpersonal relationship coaching is so that my listeners can can kind of have a context about, about what we're going to talk about today yeah definitely it's um it's a fusion of my background as a counselor and then when I moved into coaching, 
um, I realized that most of the work that I did with my clients and what got the best results was actually looking at their past experiences and how they then relate to themselves based on their past experiences. And then how they relate to themselves then impacts on all of the relationships that they have and everything that they do. And to kind of encapsulate that in a phrase was quite a difficult thing to put together. Um, and then when I was kind of playing around with what the coaching would be called, um, I actually said, I'm an interpersonal relationship coach. And I was having lunch with some people at a seminar and they said, oh, does that mean you work on uh, the relationship that someone has with themselves and how that then impacts on their life? And I went, that's exactly what I do. And that's where interpersonal relationship coaching, the title of it, in, 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 in any case, that's where that came from. Well, that's awesome. I, I really appreciate that. That that gives us a place of of context that the that the listeners can then can look at. So, so we're going to dig into that uh, a little bit more. But as you know, and we've talked about before, my listeners love to talk about the origin story. So here we are in you know jolly old England today, and we've got John Kenny. Uh, on the line. So tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, did you, you know, were you born and raised in, in England? Are you an immigrant? Did you come over where, you know, could tell us a little bit about your background back before you were an interpersonal relationship coach. Tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about your life. Okay. So uh, I grew up in a place called Ilford, which is uh, in East London and on the Essex County border. I uh, grew up in a working class family um, with a family that didn't have a huge amount um, and grew up in that area, went to school in that area and lived there until I was about 19 when I met uh, my first serious, I would say, partner and ended up moving out into the countryside of Essex. Um, so through that time is kind of when I developed my massive sense of uh, insecurities in myself um, coming from a background where my father wasn't around very much uh, and a divorced family uh, when I was nine. Um, went to school, didn't do particularly well at school because I was uh, not in a very good place emotionally. Um, and then kind of discovered myself when I found athletics uh, or track and field as you would call it uh, in 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 the US uh, when I found out that I was pretty decent at sprinting and ended up running for Great Britain um, I kind of found a sense of self through the support and encouragement I received from firstly a teacher at my school uh, then my athletics coach um, and they kind of helped me to develop this kind of sense of self. Uh, but because of the upbringing that I'd had, it kind of had a massive impact on uh, how I saw myself. And I even, even though I managed to run for Great Britain on several occasions, um, I would massively self-sabotage my own success as far as that was concerned. 
Um, looking back now, I can see that I actually sabotaged everything more or less in my life that was ever any good because of um, because of who I thought I was and how I saw myself. And then did coaching actually is the is part of the coaching that you offer and not only that you offer, but also that you received or the education that you received. Is that how I mean, is that what happened on the breakthrough? You were able to then I mean, I, I'm trying to uh, articulate my my thought process on this. Like I you look in the mirror and you think I'm not worthy or or it's not happening because of me and I'm sabotaging it, then the first step is obviously awareness. So so before yeah. you knew that you were sabotaging that, you didn't know. And then all of a sudden something, the scales were lifted from your eyes or or the veil was lifted or something. Is that did that come mm-hmm. through education and your own personal coaching experience? Or how how did how did that transition mm-hmm. take place? So so that came from it started when um because I, I was an athlete, I wanted to be a full-time athlete until I was around about 25, 26. And then I realized I was never going to uh, make a living or a profession out of athletics. So I had to find something else to do. I was working in retail, doing sales, and moved into insurance, doing sales, and didn't really know what to do with myself. And then I decided that I would go to a university and train to be a teacher. So I sold my flat, left my job, and decided to go into studying when I was 29. I really didn't like teaching, uh, so I left the teaching after just being a year at university. Um, but during that time, I did a introduction to counselling and psychology training to be able to work with the children. And that sparked my interest in... Uh, understanding uh, where we come from. Uh, I didn't do anything about that immediately because when I actually left university, I joined the fire service and became a firefighter um, because, again, I didn't really know what else to do. And then after a couple of years of being in the fire service, I decided that I needed therapy because um, I was really struggling at work. Uh, I was struggling in my personal life. And after I had experienced counselling personally, I then decided that it would be good for me to train as a therapist because I wanted to offer people uh, back the the kind of service that I'd received. And it made a difference to my life because it helped me to understand myself a bit more and where my emotions came from and more about my upbringing and my background. Um, but uh, so I, when I trained as a counselor, I worked as a, tra- a counselor for a few years, and then I met a coach. And I spoke to this coach, and they allowed me to see that even though I understood where I came from, my life was exactly the same. I was still doing exactly the same things. I was still having bad relationships, and I was uh, very unhappy in, in my career. And I had no kind of direction about where I was going to be taking the next steps. And they just said to me, this is kind of your story. This is your life. And you don't need to keep doing the same things. And that's when I decided to train as a coach. 
again because it made such a big difference to how I saw myself and how I saw life and what was possible and that was in 2012 I trained as a coach and then over the last few years I've been putting the uh, into practice both counseling and coaching skills until a couple of years ago I decided that that was going to be where I was going to focus my attention and came up with the John Kenny coaching brand and the interpersonal relationship approach. Well, that's excellent. Okay, so so my understanding, just to recap what I heard you say is, is that so this this filter, this this lens of how you see yourself mm. uh, was affecting your life. And then through counseling and then further coaching, mm. you you realize that, you know, and again, I'm paraphrasing, but then through that transition, you're realizing, okay, this is a way that you could then take those uh, those those things, those uh, talents, and could then translate those to helping other people. All you needed to do was then get a little bit additional education from your teaching, you know, to go from, you know, what an eclectic background. I mean, you know, first of all, you already had this as a calling, I could tell, because nobody chooses to be a firefighter unless they have that compassionate heart already. And then... Yeah. So you, you become a firefighter, then you, you're a teacher, which again, another calling. So I can mm. see a pattern already emerging <laughs> here. Yeah. And then uh, with a little bit of education, you decide, you know, this is, this is how I can give back, you know, to, the, to my fellow human beings. Mm. And all of a sudden now you find yourself uh, in, in 2016, I understand that's when John Kenny Coaching you know, put its hung its shingle out and said, hello world, here I am, right? So you started yeah. your own company in 2016, is that correct? Well, I actually started my own counseling agency in 2008. Uh, as soon oh, as I qualified, okay. as soon as I qualified as a, a counselor, there, there aren't many jobs in the UK for counselors. Uh, and a lot of counselors actually run their own private practices. Um, so myself and one other person from my training course actually thought, well, if we need to, if we want to get clients, we need to set up our own our own agency. So we set up our own agency in the local area. Um, and then after doing that for about a year and a half, I then got a job working for the National Health Service as a counselor, and I worked there. Uh, firstly for a couple of years from 2009 to 2011 and I went back there again in 2012 and worked there until 2014 uh, 2016 2016 and that's when I, I left the NHS to focus entirely on the John Kenny coaching um, brand idea and because I, what I realized was that the biggest impact that I was having on my clients and, the, and I think the biggest impact that has been on my life is being able to understand my relationship with myself and where I came from. Um, and that's when I decided that the message that I had, the help that I could offer was far too uh, important to stick to just working in North London and uh, South Hertfordshire and that I wanted to spread the 
help as as far around the world as possible and that's when the idea of the john kelly coaching going online to speak to clients that's where that came from and since then i've been building up the business around as many countries as possible to help as many people as i can awesome so uh so let's talk a little bit about then the you can't change the past so so the past no. you know my my past is my past you know good no. childhood bad childhood good dad bad dad whatever it is but yeah. what you then do is I, you help you would help me or one of your clients then with interpretation of that and say, you know, to change your mindset uh, regarding that. Is that is that mm -hmm. what interpersonal uh, coaching looks like then is how how you change or bring things forward that say, you know, this, you know, there are there's a, a different way to think about this. Yeah, completely. Um... So I, my personal example is that my belief that I developed about myself um, was that I was never going to amount to anything. Uh, my perception of myself was that I wasn't worth loving. And I carried that from my childhood all the way through my life and until I realized that it wasn't true. Um, and I helped myself uh, and with the help of the coach that I was seeing at the time and an extra study and things that I was doing was I was able to change that perception that I had. So I was able to change the meaning that I gave to events from my life that had led me to believe certain things about myself. And those certain things that I was believing about myself were leading me to make the same kind of mistakes um to follow the same kind of self-sabotaging patterns that i'd that i'd been uh, carrying out through my entire life and it was only when i realized that i was that there was an ability for me to actually stop doing that and to change change the messages the internal messages that i was sending to myself and allowing myself to do something else and dispelling those beliefs and creating new beliefs and new thoughts about myself that my life was able to change. So that's fantastic. First of all, that's great. And I, I am, I'm giving you an applause over here silently. I'm applauding you like crazy. Uh, the, the question that I have then that comes up is, okay, mm. so how, how do I become aware? So there are, there are thousands of people listening to this show right now, and I don't know what I don't know. And I, I, mm -hmm. I hate to, to put it in that phrase, but how am I, yes, how true. do I become aware that my belief system has been, well, first of all, it has to be, I mean, my, my belief system has to be in place because of how I, you know, my childhood or the, or the time from birth to, to yesterday affects mm. my belief system. But how am mm. I then able to become cognizant of the fact that there are things holding me back because mm. of my belief system of who I am? Where, what's the first awareness exercise? What Tell us what we do to say, oh my gosh, I need to call John Kenny <laughs> because <laughs> I just realized this. Okay. Um, you're, you're, you're likely to know that even though you don't know what that thing might be, you're likely to recognize that maybe there is either something missing in your life that you find it difficult to um, gain fulfillment, uh, that your success in certain areas of your life is not, it never lasts, 
uh, you might find that you have a certain pattern of relating that um, you always end up with the same types of relationships even though they're not the same types of people they may always end up with the same kind of results that you know you could do better uh, and you know that there's more but you don't know really what that is and how to get it um, and by being able to explore where you come from um, and being able to recognize perhaps that the experience that you've had how that would have clouded your idea of who you are and then the messages that you would have picked up from that and how you translated that because as when we're children um you don't know any different so if someone treats you in a certain way or behaves a certain way about you they don't generally then take you to one side and say look i'm really sorry about this john but i've got my own issues and the way that i treat you sometimes isn't because of you it's because of me and as a child then because we don't know this we interpret everything in our own way and the generally what we come back to is what am i doing wrong or why is this happening and this must be about me because otherwise this wouldn't be happening they wouldn't be treating me this way and therefore our brain has to kind of make sense of our situation and most of the time we'll personalize it so if you are treated in a certain way by uh, one of your parents and you don't feel that they love you it's generally you're going to think well why don't they love me what am i doing wrong and you'll start to believe certain things about yourself well it must be me because they're treating me in this way and this is where these things can be undone because they are just beliefs they're not truths um, and we can undo the belief once we understand what that might be and we can start then to create new beliefs um, well i just found the them. title of your i just found the title of your new book their their <laughs> beliefs not truths i love that that's a great phrase right there you just you just got me okay so i'm, I'm all in <laughs> the beliefs, not truth so so it's not the truth about what you experienced so so i get this okay so i'm starting to get it so my my thick american skull is starting to soak in so i'm, I'm starting to to understand what so you're saying so we need to repeat your so this cloud, <laughs> what, sorry go ahead you need to look at your beliefs if you're using phrases like that <laughs> <laughs> exactly see i'm that's exactly right so i'm starting to i'm starting to understand that that this pattern continues on even into adulthood because somewhere in my past, you know, somebody said, Hey, you're thick headed. So of course mm. I took that F after 25 times of being told that, that it must mean I'm slow. It's me. I'm wrong. I'm not mm. very smart, whatever. Uh, and I'm carrying that all the way to adulthood. And then it, it carries over into, mm. or it permeates into my relationships at work at, uh, in, in my relationships with, uh, you know, in other people, colleagues, friends, family, all that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I, I'm starting to get it. Okay. So I, I am starting to get it. It's making perfect sense to me. So, so this checklist that we're going through, so I'm going to now say, if you're listening to this, this broadcast anywhere in the world today, you should just take a few minutes to sit down and have a, 
an introspection type of uh, look, you know, look at your in a quiet place, close your eyes and look back over, you know, the last 10 or 15 or 20 years of your life and say, what are those patterns or those, where are those things that are manifesting themselves as what I heard you say is places where you're unfulfilled, places where there seems to be a same pattern repeating itself over maybe over decades. And then, you know, pick up the phone and call John Kenny coaching because those are going to be issues that we're going to have to talk about. I get it. You know, so a, it's, it's starting to make sense. A, a sort of a simple thing there as well is also when I do something wrong, I immediately call myself an idiot. And I've had to challenge that every time I say it. But because, again, I, when I was growing up, I was constantly called stupid. Are you an idiot? Stop doing that, you idiot. So whenever I make a mistake, the first thing I say to myself, because it's ingrained within, within me, is, well, you're an idiot or something. And then I really have to say to myself, no, John, you're not an idiot. You just made a mistake. It's okay. Stop calling yourself an idiot. You're actually very intelligent. And I have to try and turn it around. So again, the question that people can ask themselves is what do you say to yourself when you make a mistake? How forgiving of yourself are you and how hard on yourself are you? And if you notice that maybe the way that you're treating yourself isn't healthy or appropriate, then again, it's something that you you can start to change by just by saying something completely different and uh, dispelling that belief. Awesome. Okay, so th this is fantastic. Everybody right now listening should be having that introspection. So, do you also? I see two things that that seem to be the normal extrapolation of this, and that is a. If I can, if you, not me, if you can help someone like me to break mm. that chain, then I don't pass that on to my next generation, mm. my my kids or my family. Not only does it help yeah. me, but it also helps the next generation. And then secondly, do you also coach, you know, parents of, you know, let's say you're, let's say that your client is the child or the mm. young adult. Do you sometimes find yourself then coming in and, and, and talking to the family because you're identifying or uncovering these behaviors that could be changed, you know, if you just had a little bit of coaching, um, you know, with the parents or with the, the other people in the household? Is that something that you find yourself mm -hmm. doing? I, I have done a little bit of that in the past, but I found that it was very difficult because I was talking to the uh, children, but teenagers. I'm I'm not qualified to speak to anybody that's sort of under twelve years of age. Um, but when I was speaking to them, the, the problem that you then have is is the parents don't want to. They want their child to feel better, but they don't want to look at themselves. Um, so I was having a lot of problems. Then I would then speak to the parents, and the parents were like, "Well, it's not about me." Yeah. And, and so the, fix the, fix the kid, leave really me alone. Children from coming. If you need to work on my child, and my child needs to to be better, but the the, the adult, the parent, would not want to look at their role in it. Um, so I've mostly now I work with adults rather or and sometimes couples to to obviously help them improve their their relationships but um 
I also have somebody that I work with who's a specialist child therapist and they they generally the young the younger clients will then go to see her instead um because she's a lot more uh patient <laughs> with, with, the, with, the, with the parents than i am because i yeah it wasn't it, it was quite uh frustrating that you knew that the child would come for a session or so and but they'd go back out into the world and live in their relationships with their parents and their parents weren't willing to uh own or have any responsibility for what they might be doing that affected their child and it was really then difficult for me because um you're you're then kind of sitting in a space where you know no matter how much good work you do with the child and i'm sure it will have an impact moving forward but it was the immediacy of the change wasn't was quite difficult unless the parents were on board um so it, it was quite a hard experience to to do that working with with young teenagers um so now i really focus on um adults because i also found that obviously i didn't change my life until i was in my 40s and i'm i'm nearly 50 now so it took me a long time to sort of change myself and I, and the longer this goes on generally the more frustrating it gets uh, it would be good to be able to nip it in the bud when you were much younger. And I've always said that if I could send a message back to my younger self, it would be, this is not your fault. This is not about you. This is about the people that you are around that have got their own problems and they just don't know how to show you uh, a healthy relationship. Um, but most people that I work with have reached a point in their life when they think, you know what, something needs to change here. I've been doing this for far too long. Um, and then, then they come to me because they get to a point where you know, they just cannot go on living the same type of life and the same type of things coming up over and over again. Uh, the point, the pain point um, that they've reached is, is has got too much for them because most of the time we can live our lives doing the same things over and over again. And unfortunately, that's, again, what we have a tendency to do. If we learn a certain way when we're children, our brain gets used to that as being the norm. And unfortunately, it then also sees that as safe. So that as we grow up, and then have a tendency to do the same things or attract the tapes, same types of relationships. Because when our brain recognises those things, it says, oh, I know what this feels like. I'm not going to like it very much, but at least I know I can survive it um and i don't really know how to do this any other way so then and i know how it, and i know how it ends i have i've mm. seen the end of this chapter i've seen the end of this book so i know i know how it ends and and i don't die so we'll do this again yeah exactly so we choose the same ending over and over again because we're familiar with that um and then we get to a point like like i did in my life which is actually i can't do this anymore I remember the changing point for me is I just ended with another relationship and I sat on the sofa and I said, do you know what? I can't do this anymore. This has got to be the last time that I go through this. In fact, knowing now it's got to be the last time that I put myself through this. Um, <laughs> yeah, much a difference me. of one word. <laughs> yeah, it was me that was doing it. I knew it was me because I would always go into relationships knowing that they would never survive, that they would never be healthy. 
I was always looking for an ending in a relationship before I'd even begun it. And I, and that's why I, ch I chose destructive relationships uh, or destroyed them myself because I was always looking for the same ending. Uh, and I didn't realize that at the time, obviously. And when, as soon as I did, I, I, I kind of did my best to stop. Yeah, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. So, so let's talk a little bit now about all of these listeners out here. And now thank you for the awareness. Thank you for the simple fact is, is that there's a, there's an interpersonal relationship coach out there now that I didn't know I needed, you know, so now I know that I need it. So how do I get a hold of John Kenny? How, first of all, do I have to live in the UK? Do I have to live in, you know, in, in wherever the East London and, and hang out with you to, to, to come over to your flat and see you on Tuesdays at <laughs> two o'clock or, uh, you know, what, what's the process by which I can, you know, get a hold of John Kenny? If you are local to Hertfordshire, you're more than welcome to book a face-to-face -face appointment. Um, but the reason that I've taken my business online, and as you mentioned, my book is out at the end of this month as well. Um, and I'm also getting that published in the US, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, as well as the UK. Yeah, we're going to um, talk about that in just a minute. So, hmm. yes, we are we're going to we're going to the reason why we're here is because I found your book and uh that's hmm. the reason why we actually started this whole process. So, before we get there, talk about yeah. uh if I don't live in in Hartford. Yeah. Okay, so the reason that I again I started the John Kenny coaching brand is because I was you know, I thought I could help so many more people if I could take this online. So now I use uh, Zoom uh, as a way of working with my clients because it's all confidential and uh, you can't access the Zoom network without having an invitation. Uh, so everything that I do is confidential. And if people would like to work with me from anywhere around the world, that, that obviously I, own, I only speak English, unfortunately. Um, a very English thing to do is not to learn a foreign language. Um, so, uh, <laughs> uh, so I, I didn't uh, very, very small, small bit of French uh, when I was at school. Um, but yeah, so access, I can talk to anybody in the world at uh, any convenient time via the miracle of the internet. Um, so that's that's why I started really doing what I'm doing now is because I knew I had the ability and I wanted so much to help as many people as possible. So uh, most of the work now I do is online rather than face to face. I get up clients from all over the UK. Um, I've got uh, one in Australia. Um, so there are. You know, this is this is the reason why I've gone online is so that I can speak to as many people as possible. Well, now you've got one in California because I'm definitely going to be a client after this. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, so if I were going to sign up, I would be going to www.johnkennycoaching, and that's John J O H N Kenny K E N N Y Coaching.com. That's your website. Uh, mm -hmm. There's information on there. Does that also include pricing structures or there's a, a form I can fill out to, to get in touch with you from the contact page? But does that it will is. that give me the, the basic information I need to know how I engage with you? Um, 
it, if you fill out the contact form and there's no i don't i'm actually having a revamp of the website at the moment because of the i won't mention it too much because of the book launch it's going to be more prominent on my website um so that's actually going to be revamped so it might be a bit easier if people have got any questions or they want to get in contact if they drop me an email or they can contact me via my facebook coaching page so the email is info at johnkennycoaching.com or they can just look me up on Facebook as John Kenny Coaching and they can send me a private message on there and I'm quite happy to um, talk to people first before they even think about whether they want to work with me. I know I do offer a, a, a complimentary free session so that people can see if this is the right thing for them to do. And then if uh, they want to go ahead, then we can talk about the kind of the prices and stuff then at the time. Okay. And of course, the folks at Inspired News Radio, which is my my platform and my host, I love those guys. Uh, mm. They do a fantastic job at Inspired News Radio. All of my uh, Mind Your Own Business shows, my archive shows are available through Blueberry, which is uh, now on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify and all those other places, you can find us very easily on Mind Your Own Business. And each one of those shows has its own page. And of course, they will put up all of your uh, links. And uh, with your permission, they'll put the info at johnkenny.com uh, email. They'll put all of your information for your Twitter, your LinkedIn, your Facebook, all of that, along with a nice little picture of you. Uh, so even while you're uh, website is being revamped. But now let's talk about how we came in contact with each other. And that's because you're going to be a published author in the next 30 days. And you've got some really, really cool things coming up. So if you're listening to this right now, uh, how am I going to get in line to get your book? Where is it going to be sold? Is it going to be sold through just your website? Or how are you going to then get your book disseminated to the world? Yeah, so I've signed up with a, a publishing company uh, and they've got 7,000 different uh, publishing outlets that they use around the world, all the major ones like uh, Amazon and Waterstones, Book Depository. They're all, it's all going to be available online, uh, so you can download it in ebook form via Kindle and, uh, and any other sites that deal with downloadable books and it'll also be available in hard copy um which we can sort of be looks probably like we'll be sending out on a on a people that want basis um because generally we've we've found that the in people will going to want the the downloadable version but there will be hard copies available which we will distribute um depending on um how many people want the hard copy above the the downloadable version of course. So here in Northern California, right now, I'm putting, I'm speaking it into existence. If you're listening to this uh, broadcast right now, the name of the book is P-E-O-P-L-E Program, the People Program, but there is a period after each one of those letters. So what does the people stand for? First of all, John, tell us that. Okay, so it's uh, broken down into six parts. Uh, of the coaching program itself so the book is actually split kind of into two into two sections the first part is a little bit about what we've talked about so far it's, it's about my life 
and it explains how I came to uh, develop my self-belief and my personality and gives lots of examples of how um, how I came to develop my sense of self. And the second part is the actual people program itself, which is my coaching program. Uh, so the P, uh, first P stands for the problem. The E are the emotions. The O is then how we operate or how we behave. The second P is the pattern. So it's about recognizing your own patterns of behavior and how that impacts on your life. The L is the likelihood of what your life is going to look like if these things continue uh, and how your life could look if they change. And then the E stands for enhance. So it's about putting all of the knowledge together and coming up with some kind of plan, uh, goal to move your life forwards and to change the things that you want to change. But also it helps you to understand the things that you do that work already. So by really looking at yourself, you'll get a good idea about everything that you do that you want to hang on to, as well as the things that you want to get rid of. That's true. I mean, that's the, another truthism I just heard from John Kenny. It's not about changing everything. It's about sifting the wheat from the chaff, which is keep the good stuff and change mm. the things that are you know causing the problems in those patterns. So the people program at a bookstore near you or on Amazon or Waterford or any of these other fantastic book outlets coming. Look for it starting February 1st, all over wherever great books are sold, whether it's downloadable or whether you want it in hard in hard copy. Now, in here in Northern California, I'm putting out the challenge. Let's get a room full of 100 people that want to meet and talk to John Kenny, and let's get him to come to California on a book tour uh, sometime in February, March, or April. Let's get, once this book is out and, you know, thousands of people are reading it in California, let's get a, uh, let's get a campaign started to get John Kenny over for a book tour. Uh, we've got some great bookstores. We've got some great coffee shops here. Uh, we'd love to have you and host you and take you around and we've got some great things going on. I mean, this is this fits right in with the Northern California kind of, you know, mindset. We have, you know, you could do yoga in the morning. You could come and get a little coaching in the afternoon from John Kenny. It'd be great. <laughs> awesome. That sounds really awesome. All right. Well, uh, the one last thing I want to mention, because there's one other event that's coming on. Uh, and I don't know if this has to be, if, I, I don't know, I don't know the details yet. So I want you to tell us about it. So mm. in March, you're going to have a, uh, for lack of a better word, an event, uh, mm -hmm. a, a day long retreat is what I understand, uh, which is going to be like a workshop, but is it going to be online or is it going to be, uh, in the virtual world or is it going to be where I have to be in England and, and get book my tickets now to get there. So what's what are the details about the March 2nd workshop? Okay, so the March 2nd workshop is actually going to be the kind of official book launching event. Uh, although the book is going to be ready by the end of January, it's uh, the actual event is going to be the People Program event. And it's going to be a self-development, get-to-know-yourself workshop, which will be lasting all day. Uh, if there's enough uh, interest from uh, 
we will we we will be streaming it live i've already spoken to somebody about the the possibility of doing that uh but it, at the moment it is just set for uh a, a live audience um well so i'm gonna go depend- on a limb here and tell you that i know uh i know the owners of inspired news radio and i know there could be a, a deal worked out where we broadcast live all day long mm-hmm. from the John Kenny, you know, coaching workshop on March 2nd. Uh, is it going to be held in Hertfordshire or where are you going to actually hold it? Yeah, no, it's being held in the city of London. Um, it's yeah. going to be right in smack bang in the middle of, uh, of London. Uh, the only obviously issue with that will be the timing uh, being that there's, it's going to be starting at 10 a.m. UK time. Uh, so that's going to be probably the middle of the night uh, in California. Then I say um, we record it and rebroadcast it starting at yeah. 8 o'clock, a little bit delayed. I mean, you know, hey, mm. I'll get up at 4 in the morning to watch the royal wedding. I don't know if I'll get up at 4 in the morning to, uh, to, to listen to John Kenny. No offense now. I mean, you know, hey. <laughs> you know i don't blame you to be honest <laughs> all right this has been a fantastic hour i can't believe i just looked up at the clock and i went oh my gosh we're already running late and we're over time <laughs> so so thank you so much it has been a fantastic hour of getting to know you and your history and uh, uh, get a better understanding of the interpersonal relationship coaching and what all of that means. Uh, What an enlightenment, what a great day it has been uh, getting to know you. And I look forward to your book tour here in uh, California or anywhere in the United States for that matter. And I can hardly wait to, to, uh, to listen to or watch or however we get the streaming done so that we uh, on your March 2nd all-day event, I'm looking forward to, to getting more information. So as that becomes available and as you solidify those those uh, links and things, so make sure you send those over to Inspired News Radio, and we'll make sure that that gets put up on the Mind Your Own Business webpage so that people will have a link. And then we'll, we could even schedule a rebroadcast uh, of this particular episode uh, close to the time when your book launched. So we can work on all of that for you together. What a fantastic hour. Thank you so much. Thank you for giving back to the world with your talent and your skills. And thanks for being a guest on Mind Your Own Business. We really appreciate it. Remember, it's a it's a belief, not a truth. I love that. Uh, that was a great comment. I'm going to put that on a t-shirt uh, and sell it to John. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put John Kenny coaching on the back. So, <laughs> but anyway, uh, thanks for being a guest. I really appreciate it. As I tell everybody each and every week, you've got to mind your own business because if you don't, nobody else is going to do that. Thanks to inspirednewsradio.com, a fantastic platform and a host for Mind Your Own Business where we broadcast exclusively every Tuesday right here on Inspired News Radio. I really appreciate it. You can always get a hold of me. I'm Scott Sullivan, your host. Mind Your Own Business has its own uh, Twitter feed, and we have a Facebook page and all those other great things, too. But remember, look up John Kenny, johnkennycoaching.com. Thanks. And remember, every Tuesday, we do it right here. Some of the greatest entrepreneurs, some of the greatest uh, people that are out there helping the world every single day, brought to you every single week by Mind Your Own Business on the inspirednewsradio.com. Thanks for listening. 
you've been listening to Mind Your Own Business. Right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. Thanks for tuning in each week as we interview some of the greatest CEOs and entrepreneurs of the world. You can reach us on Twitter at INR Talk Radio. Always use the hashtag MYOB for Mind Your Own Business. Make sure you stop by and check out all of the past episodes and all the great things that are available on our website, www.inspirednewsradio. There's great resources there that you can find for all of our other shows too. Thanks for being a part of the Inspired News Radio family. Until next week, remember to mind your own business.